This is Hearts of Oak Podcast. Free speech, religious disagreement, children's rights, and open and free discussion on any topic are bedrock to a democratic free society. And we seek to promote and champion these basic rights. Join us. Let's keep the conversation going. And hello, Hearts of Oak. Saturday the 12th of August. Great to have you with us. I am doing this a few hours before, so it's a, a pre-record, simply because I'm away on holiday. I'm in uh, some kind of strange room. I found that I could do a recording. I tried to do it outside, and it's just so noisy, so that didn't work. Uh, so I'm just in a few hours before. I don't trust my internet connections. I'm high up the mountains in the Balkans somewhere, and I didn't think it would work. So... Um, it's also quite noisy outside. I wanted it out in the garden, actually, but there's a rabid dogs everywhere, and I hope they don't come through, but we'll see. Anyway, lots of ways I want to discuss, a couple of American ones, and I would love to have actually done this as a live and pull you in, especially watching on Getter, and get your thoughts, get your comments on uh, some of the stuff, uh, especially with, with Hunter that's happening. So I'm just going to put some of the stories out and pass them on and we will go over them more in depth and we have some uh, US guests with us. So thank you if you're watching on any of the video platforms, if you're watching directly on the website, if you're watching on any of the social media on Getter or Minds or Twitter or X, uh, great to have you with us. Or if you're listening on Podbean or the podcasting apps after, after thank you so much. Um, just to mention before we jump in, you can get hold of our t-shirts there are two ways supporting us i always have people who ask and i never usually mention it because i just want to get on doing content but if you want to support us financially you can of course go to heartsofoak.org forward slash donate you can go to the website it's there on the screen and click on the donate tab and thank you for all of those who give five pounds ten pounds twenty pounds a month it's those ongoing recurring that we know comes in and therefore helps us do what we are doing or many people buy t-shirts and we try and get those out within five working days heartsvoke.org forward slash shop uh, there are four t-shirts 12 pounds post and packaging included in the uk um and that's one way of supporting us we try and do it within five working days if you don't ever get a t-shirt within time uh it's been a week and you haven't got it then drop us an email shop at heartsofoak.org and we will just send another one out just let us know you haven't got it we'll stick another one in the post uh within two days of getting that email um and if you ever want to drop us an email, info at heartsvoke.org, drop us an email on any guests, any thoughts you have. And always good to have your input and your feedback. So, without further ado, let's jump on to some of the news items. And this is, let me move my details in the bottom. You know, I am Peter McElvena, so I no longer need that. Suella Braverman under pressure to scrap refugee barge plan after, um, how do you spell, Legionella, Legionella disease found? This is a really weird one. This is the, the big uh, boat that we have got to put all the immigrants, 
put them on a ship. Maybe maybe a cruise ship we could send them. It, it just gets bonkers. We're going to end up putting refuge, illegal refugees on cruise ships and putting them around the world at taxpayers' expense and upping the tax of the Brits to actually pay for it. That's the craziness we're going. A so-called conservative government. Uh, conservative in name only. So this is the beautiful barge. Asylum seekers were removed from Bibby, Stockholm after bacteria, which can cause serious lung infection found in water. Oh. So they've got their new home. They've got food on demand. They can do whatever they want. They get uh, some pocket money each week. They, it's like a holiday camp, really. Uh, and they get all this. Uh, this has been put in place. Everything was set up. So Suella Braverman, this is according to the Guardian. This is there. Always good to hear the take from those on the left, although all the mainstream media is on the left anyway. But Suella Braverman, who's the Home Secretary uh, in the UK, is under pressure to abandon plans to house asylum seekers on a barge after 39 people had to be removed from the vessel after the discovery of potentially deadly bacteria in the water system. Surely nothing is as deadly as the dangerous countries they've come from. Ministers said they were concerned contractors knew there were traces of Legionella bacteria on the Bibby Stockholm on Monday when they first boarded asylum seekers. No, they knew about it. They knew there was something in the water. Officials have insisted the Home Office was not told about the detection till Wednesday. So far, how many people do you think have got sick? I mean, they've they've pulled this in, huge cost to taxpayers, and I'm sure many, many people have got sick, and that's why, oh no, so far, none, zero of the people on the barge have tested positive for the disease, but it can take up to 16 days for symptoms to emerge. It kind of sounds like covid you're saying that, well, they could have it, we have to be careful. No one actually has any symptoms and it can take forever to have symptoms, but hey, they may have it anyway. Um, so a leaked home office letter seen by The Guardian shows asylum seekers have been told they will be tested if they show a range of symptoms, including dry coughs, confusion and diarrhea. <laughs> uh, they may just be confused because they've come from... Uh, countries that are very different uh, from Britain. Confused they're getting everything for free. That'll be the confusion. Uh, the development came at the end of Rishi Sunak's small boat week, which was supposed to announce new hardline policies to reduce the number of asylum seekers attempting to enter the UK. On Monday, Monday just passed, the government dropped plans to send forth Oh, to send asylum or migrants 4,000 miles away to Ascension Island just hours after it was announced. Well, it's absolutely fine to send it there. Um, the Conservative Deputy Chair, this was a beautiful tweet from him, Lee Anderson provoked outrage when he told asylum seekers to, and excuse, excuse my expletive, but I am just repeating what the Deputy Chair of the Conservative have said, and it is a beautiful statement. The government, official government statement, let me repeat. The official government statement is fuck off back to France. <laughs> yes. And I don't need, even need Abby Roberts on with me. To, the, that's the last time I'll use that word, this program. Uh, a 400,000 Home Office drone used to monitor boats in the. A 400,000 drone. How does a drone cost half a million? Anyway. Uh, used to monitor boats in the channel in the channel crash into the sea <laughs> on a Thursday. 755 asylum seekers were recorded crossing the channel, the highest number 
in a single day. Um, it just sounds like a comedy act. It really does sound like a full-on comedy act. Uh, take your pick of comedy programs, and this is it. This is Yes Minister, absolutely, completely. In operation. So the, the drone crashed, but the drone was tracking everyone coming in, but we don't stop them. We just track them, and then the drone crashes. Then we put everyone on a boat, provide them food, pocket money, everything they need. Someone mentions there may be bacteria in the water, so we take them all off the boat, put them somewhere else. But don't worry, we can trust Rishi Sunak. He is supposedly the Prime Minister of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Who would have thought? I just thought he was busy um, travelling around the country, taking more flights than any other Prime Minister. But that's a whole other story. Continuing on this theme, here is a post that Nigel Farage posted. Of course, Nigel Farage, Mr Brexit, and... There's no one else really has their finger on the immigration issue more than Nigel. And this is what he posted. Let me bring this up larger. I'm doing this all. I'm doing this all myself. I don't have anyone else helping me. My producer isn't here helping me today. And this is this picture was taken earlier in the English Channel. This was today. Put up. More young men will arrive just today than the entire Bibby Stockholm has capacity for. Let, 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 let me let me just repeat that. More young men will arrive just today than the entire Bibby Stockholm had capacity for. So the government got huge boat, an arc to put 500 young men of fighting age on. And in one day, we have more than that one boat. So that if the one boat can only take 18 hours of people coming within a year, we are right and royally screwed. A bad day for Richie Sonic is getting worse by the minute. And there is the can I make, there there's the boat. It's a frightening picture of it it does look like an invasion. It is invasion. That that's what I it, that's all it seems like to me. An invasion. No one knows where these people are coming from. They don't have any documentation. No one knows whether they're criminals, whether they're um, drug dealers, whether they're rapists, whether they're pimps, whether they're involved in prostitution, whether they're uh, being in jail for murder. No one has a clue. Do you know what it's like whenever, in the UK certainly, and I'm sure in many other countries, if you go for a job, you do a, a full background check and they check to make sure you haven't broken the law. And yet these people are given free accommodation, pocket money, looked after, cared for, and there are no checks made on them. No checks. So if you're living next to one of these asylum camps or barges, your children are out. Um, you don't know whether they're sex offenders there. The government can't promise that. And yet we are paying for this and thinking this is absolutely fine. Words fail me sometimes. Words fail me. Let's move on. What is our next story let me pull this up oh this is a us one and i just want to put it out there i am not a it's big but it's not big and this is hunter biden let me bring up this is the new york times 
And as this story, and this is their commentary, why naming Weiss special counsel in the Hunter Biden case may not change much. Let me read through this. I'll make one or two comments. And again, it's I don't know what's in play. And I think that this is a psyop. I think it's a smokescreen. Special counsel status essentially formalizes the degree of independence the prosecutor already had. And here we have David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, was named as special counsel in the Hunter Biden investigation. This information has been out there for uh, for a number of years, and supposedly something now happens. So let me go through this. And this is a U.S. point of view, uh, New York Times, more on the right, and I think it's called out a lot of stuff that's happened, uh, certainly on... Uh, the former Vice President Joe Biden, and also on the COVID chaos, because I should show. One oddly about Attorney General Merrick Garland's decision to give special consciousness to David Weiss, and this was just, uh, I think he did a televised address yesterday, uh, the Attorney General. Uh, He is the Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney for Delaware. That's interesting. But he has been leading the investigation, I've, I've read this certainly, into present into former Vice President Biden's son, Hunter, get that right, um, is that both Mr. Garland and Mr. Weiss have already said the prosecutor was empowered to act independently. This means making Mr. Weiss a special counsel maybe more of a cosmetic gesture. Surely not. Surely Biden is not making empty gestures to show that he is doing something when he is doing sweet F.A., uh, essentially formalized what has already been the case uh, than a new reality. The Attorney General's move came against the backdrop of accusations by Republicans that Mr. Weiss had offered what they portrayed as a sweetheart plea bargain to the younger Mr. Biden because of political manipulations by Mr. Garden, Garland uh, or by the, the White House. Functionally, the formalization of Mr. Weiss's independence could serve as a shield against such accusations. A special counsel is a prosecutor who wields the same powers as a U.S. attorney, but is granted broader day-to-day independence from supervision. Uh, in making the announcement, Mr. Garland reminded the public that he had already said Mr. Weiss, who was appointed by President Trump, was operating inside the normal system of hierarchical oversight and control for the Hunter Biden case. So it's an intriguing move, step change, although I... I, I there, there are games being played. This is a, this is a psyop. I don't believe what we are seeing is what is really happening. Joe Biden is not going to let Hunter Biden go under the bus. Hunter Biden is too important to Joe Biden in terms of bringing money in, in terms of all the the uh, accusation of bribery and finance sloshing around. Hunter Biden has been has been used as that connection point and he won't be thrown in the bus because there's far too much information there and this is whatever happens is going to be put into the long grass so it's interesting you've got you've got the uh, legal issues on trump uh, with the indictment we're up to number three now (laughs) and yet he won't go away and now this has started into Hunter Biden, obviously the Democrats have been stung by drip, drip feed of more information about 
hunter, crackpot hunter. And uh, of course, we have uh, we've had Miranda Devine on. Uh, we have Gard Ziegler on. Uh, going into this, um, they're two of the foremost experts on this. Uh, if you want to know more, jump in and Marco Polo uh, with Gareth Siegler and obviously Miranda Devine wrote the book, The Laptop from Hell. So both of those are great places to start. And I think that um, probably Gareth Ziegler, uh, I'll certainly keep an eye on what is it, uh, Miranda as well, on their thoughts on this case and how it's developing. It's certainly really interesting what, but I will leave it. I'll not say any more. I'll wait till I have one of our US friends on, I think, to discuss it further. Okay, a th- this was a this was a post which was which was very funny by uh, David Vance. It's good you can blame someone else. No, this was a great post by by David Vance pointing out the sheer lunac- lunacy. This was on X or Twitter as we all know it, and this is a BBC article. Uh, yeah, BBC article, how much do junior doctors really get paid? The BBC asked two junior doctors in England to show us their pay slips and reveal their salaries. Interesting discussion. David's post on it made me stop and think. BBC playing sci- psychological games as ever made a typical uh, NHS junior doctor. There's the typical doctor. A female Muslim, so, okay, one, we have a a Muslim. That's not the uh, typical Muslim population in the UK is, what, 4% or so? So they're showing a a demographic, a grouping that's 4%. 96% is not Muslim. So typical would be of the 96% of the non-Muslim. Then you drill down. This is a female Muslim doing a... uh, a, starting on a career path of being a very respected person, Saudi, and a well-paid job. Um, Muslim women, if you look at Islam, they're not given many freedoms, huge restrictions on Muslim women, uh, legal restrictions, certainly in what they uh, can say or cannot say in a court of law, how much emphasis is put on their testimony. And many Muslim countries, women are not out there working. They're not allowed to leave unless they're fully covered. They can only travel if they're with one of their close relatives. That's what happens in many Muslim countries. And you read Islam and uh, women are second-class citizens. But yet the BBC are telling us that a Muslim female is a typical junior doctor. That is utter BS. That is not the case. Uh, a a um, junior doctor, I assume, if you look at the, the demographics, uh, would be a white young male. That's what I'm assuming. 86% of the UK is, is white. Um, there'd be more men in becoming doctors than females, that would be like. That's not, you You have to use stereotypes or stereotype because they actually take a lot of reality in it. They show you the true story. So this is not a typical junior doctor, but the BBC, the BBC 
portrays it. And they are setting this agenda. They are putting forward an idea. This is Britain. It is not. And I know, I don't need to tell you, don't buy into the, the lie of the BBC, of the media, as they try and tell us what is and that is not what is. It's not. So do not accept for a moment. What else? Okay, here we go on to Disney. And as a parent, I'm very concerned. I, I talk to my children about Disney, but other companies, about what the whole woke agenda is. And if you are a parent, you need to have that conversation with your child. They need to understand what is right and what is wrong. Take responsibility and parent your children. And do not let these multinational corporations that are hell-bent on making money and destroying your child's innocence, do not pass your child over to them. Take them, protect them, watch over them, and guard them from these other influences. And if you want to let them watch some of the stuff that's available, then watch it. Watch some of it yourself. Find out what it is. Watch it with them. And when weird, perverse things come up, have a conversation with them. So use things like Disney as a way of having a conversation with them. That's how you do it, a conversation. I was talking to, and I haven't even brought up the story, let me bring up the story. That'd be much better, wouldn't it? <laughs> Here we go. I get caught up in talking this. I'm I'm not even one of my guests. I'm me. I can't shut me up. I guess I can say thank you, thank you. But let's move on. Sorry, said to me. Anyway, Disney's Dylan Mulvaney moment. Great headline from the Mail. Disney's. Dylan Mulvaney moment as it partners with gender fluid TikTok influencer Sean Altman to promote clothing for girls. So just if you take that as one sentence, um, <laughs> gender fluid, what? You've got TikTok, more alarm bells, uh, influencer Sean, promote clothing for girls. Okay, there is a whole range of issues to unpack, but let's go into this. I'll leave it with you. Sean Altman, who hadn't actually come across, there are these perverse individuals that I am so glad that I have not had the uh, sad moment of engaging with and coming across. So thank you to the Daily Mail for doing this. Sean Altman demonstrated how to dress up like Minnie Mouse as part of a partnership with Walt Disney. So your children are watching men dress up like girls. The mood divided some on social media who are quick to draw comparisons to Bud Light's disastrous March Madness marketing campaign, which has done wonders for Bud Light. And may I continue? Dylan Mulvaney sparked backlash after posting a series of videos with a personalised can of the beer. Yeah, we can read that. So Dave's part with TikTok influencer uh, to promote clothing for girls. Altman identifies a Gender fluid, but uses he pronouns. Don't a red dress. So I'm gonna. Can we? This is, this is this weird freak. It is a it's a freak show. Altman's clip divides some social media. Quick to parents, uh, blah blah. So the move also came not long before, and this is interesting. 
before Walt Disney reported a rare but large loss in its second quarter of filings on Wednesday as the Woke brand lost a staggering $460 million while visits to Disney World slowed. So they've lost half a billion dollars in their second quarter filing. Hello, alarm bells. Can I actually bring up, I don't know if I actually want to show this video. Um, I mean, that, let, let me show it. Do I want to show it? Do I want to show it? Do I want to show it? That's him showing his legs. I mean, it's just, let, let me bring this up. Let me bring this up a bit. Can I, uh, let me play it. Let's get dressed. Today, we're looking at the most iconic friend group, Disney's Mickey and Friends, and the character most like me. Oh, no, it's not coming through. Why is that not coming through? Is Minnie Mouse? Nope. Nope, I'm failing to share it. My apologies. Let me remove it. It was too disturbing anyway. It was disturbing. I don't want to ruin your Saturday night too much, so <laughs> there's enough stories that are bad without showing you men dressing up as women too much. Or videos of them on TikTok. One, make sure your kids are not on TikTok. Two, do not let them watch men pretending to be women. And three, Disney stuff, have a look into it. And there are many websites which tell you as parents what films, uh, whether they're appropriate for kids or not. And have a look at it, gauge, look with your eyes and decide whether it is appropriate or not for your children. Enough of, I feel as though I'm lecturing you. Sorry, enough of that lecture. Okay, three more stories on COVID. This is huge. And was it, I think it was Robert Malone had put this up originally, or it might have been Steve Kirsch, or it might have been Peter McCulloch. I mean, those three... And Naomi Wolf, the substack for those, um, I, I and James Lindsay. <laughs> those five are my main substack. So James Lindsay, Robert Malone, Peter McCulloch, Naomi Wolf, and Steve Kirsch. And there's so much information from all those, and it actually is difficult to to keep up on everything they're putting out. But I think together it's a great combination, and I would encourage you to if you're on substack use it of course follow them all on social media anyway um let's bring this up sorry it's taking longer to come up why is it taking longer to come up this is on epoch times and i've really over the last six months i've really got into epoch times more and more and Fascinating what they're putting out. So doctors can prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19, FDA lawyer. And there is, I'll let you delve into the names I've given and how they're putting more on this. But I'll just read this from Epoch Times. And it is so much to go in later. Where is it? Here we go. Doctors can prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. This is FDA lawyer. Food and what administration? What's the FDA? Food and Drug Administration. So doctors are free to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19. A lawyer representing the US Food and Drugs Administration said this week. 
FDA explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID. Ashley Chung Honold, a Department of Justice lawyer representing the FDA, said during oral arguments on August the 8th in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. The government is defending the FDA's repeated exhortations to people to not take ivermectin for COVID-19, including a post that said, stop it. The case was brought by three doctors who allege the FDA unlawfully interfered with their practice of medicine with the statements. A federal judge dismissed the case in 2022, prompting the appeal. The fundamental issue in this case is straightforward. After the FDA approves the human drug for sale, does it then have the authority to interfere with how that drug is used within the doctor-patient relationship? The answer is no. Jared Kingston, representing the doctors, told the appeal code. So if the FDA approves it to be used for human, for drugs, then it is approved for doctors to use. The FDA can't approve it and then say, but you're not allowed to use this for humans. They've already approved it. The FDA on August 21st wrote on X. So, so the FDA, back in August 2021, wrote on Twitter, formerly known as, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Wow. Does it, can I bring this up? To bring the actual post up? No, I can't bring it up. So the, the, they were... They they were telling the public, do not take this. Do not take it. And yet, they are now saying it's perfectly fine. They need to give the evidence. They need to give the reason why they've changed that over. And this is on, what was it, about a year ago, um, on Joe Rogan. What's his name? Dr. Pierre, Pierre Cody came out with a statement that between 100 and 200 members of Congress had taken ivermectin to ward off COVID. So let me put, we had the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, who approve all medication, having approved ivermectin for human use, ivermectin was used for decades, then they made a statement to say, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, stop using it. Yet at the same time, that was being freely available to all members of Congress. And I know I don't like many of our politicians, but I know that those in Congress, they are not horses and they're not cows. Maybe the FDA confused them. I don't know. Maybe some of them look like horses and cows. I don't know. So it's a big step change, big step change. And I think if the government makes step change, they need to announce why they made that, what, what evidence has come to light, what information that they've changed their opinion. That's that. Two more stories. This one, which is, uh, yeah, Dr. Pierre Corey. Corey, not Cody, Corey. Um, talking about Americans dying. And this is what Ed Dowd has said time and time again. And, of course, we have had Ed on, I think, twice. Uh, once on about the financial system, once about two months ago, going through his book, uh, cause unknown. I've forgotten the name of the book. Uh, looking, looking at sudden death syndrome. I think cause unknown. Uh, fantastic read. Uh, we had him. We go back two months ago, and watch that. And Ed, I one of the one of the smartest guys in the room. 
I mean, they might have money he made for BlackRock using their fund. He quadrupled the value of the fund he was given. Very smart guy. And of course, um, Ed Dowd is from the financial background looking at the data coming out. And then there's Steve Kirsch from a IT investment background also looking at the data. And it's interesting to see people from different um uh, different areas in society coming together and actually looking at the data and using their expertise in different industries. But anyway, let me bring this up and then we have one more. I don't have a clip up. Let me stop that clip. I hate it when I don't have a producer with me. Dun, dun, dun. Where is it? I can't even find it now. Seriously? Have I just lost it? Where's it gone? I can't find it. Why? Well, I cannot find it. Let me shut this down. One moment. One moment. Take a commercial break. Oh, let me bring it up again. I must have shut it down. One moment, one moment. Here we go. One moment. This. Sorry, how unprofessional. <laughs> this is article that um, Dr. Pierre Corey and Mary Beth Pfeiffer, I don't know, uh, in the USA Today opinion piece they just published. And it is more young Americans are dying and it's not COVID. Why aren't we searching for answers? This is, when I've looked at, ex I've looked at excess deaths a few days ago, uh, excess mortality, and some countries is off the scale. I think it was Qatar had for a number of months had over 100% increase. I mean, if you've got deaths doubling, when we've had Ed Dowd on talking about statistical changes, and he talked about even if you've got 5%, that's big. And we've had in the UK, Germany, 12, 13%, other countries, 100%. But this is a great piece. More young Americans are dying and it's not COVID. Why are we searching for answers? This is one of the big questions I go back to again and again. The data is there. Why are we not looking? Because we don't want to look. And because maybe the government would be sued by the pharmaceutical companies. Life insurance actuaries are reporting that many young, many more people are dying still than in the years before the pandemic. And while deaths during COVID-19 had largely occurred during among the old and infirm, this new wave is hitting prime-of-life people hard. No one knows precisely what is driving the phenomenon. Well, talk to Ed Dowd. But there is an inexplicable lack of urgency to find out. A concerned investigation is in order. Deaths amongst young Americans documented in employee life insurance claims. Should, al should alone set off alarms. Among working people, 35 to 44-year-old. So in that bracket, 35 to 44-year-old, 
a stunning 34% more died than expected in the last quarter of 2022, with above average rates in other working age groups. 34% above average deaths. Mind-blowing, and yet it's silence. No one is saying COVID-19 claims do not fully explain the increase, a Society of Actuaries report says. Absolutely huge. So that's the 35 to 44. They go through other. From night from 2020 to 2022, there were more excess deaths proportionally amongst white-collar than blue-collar workers, 19% versus 14% above normal. Uh, the disparity nearly doubled among top echelon workers. A whole range of data. But is that 34%? Keep it simple, stupid. 34%, wake up, smell the coffee, something is not right. And yet we are silent on it. The media completely silent. Final one. Let me see if I can play this. Play this. <laughs> play this by technological powers. Let's see how I do this. Um, no, let me take that. Oh no! One minute. One minute. One minute. One minute. Seriously. See, if, if you all donate more, then I can get a full-time job. I'd love a full-time producer. I'd love. I look at Lotus Eaters and I think, oh, I feel so jealous of you guys, what they have. No, seriously. So, again, donate. Heartofoak.org forward slash donate. Those, those monthly donations. Thank you so much. Um, we even have some 50 pound, 100 pound donations a month. It's That's how we can do what we do um, and move into having full-time staffing, all of that, not working with a, a great team of volunteers. Um, but I'm someone who I'm always embarrassed by asking someone to do something for free. I want to pay because I, I value people's time and I want to reward them and thank them. And that means you pay people for doing it. So if you want to support us, go to that donate section on the website, click on the donate tab. It'll take you through to... Um, donor box and you can donate through there or buy the t-shirts or you can do one-off gifts through donor um uh through through there just click on and you can do the one-off donor box i forgot the name right let me bring this up last one and then i'm going to let you go for the evening and enjoy doing whatever you're doing yes I didn't think I shared the video time. This is in Australia. Was this done? There were two videos. I think this one, Australia. There was also a Moderna one that was there. Let me play this and see if it comes through. Read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. Okay, I hope that came through. I am not in my usual setup. I'm on a laptop, so I hope it came through. Basically, Pfizer giving evidence and saying that Pfizer employees, they got a special batch that was different from anything the public would get. Moderna are saying the same thing. Why would they get a special batch? Why would they just not get the regular one? Is it because there are differences in the batches? 
and what they got is different from what the general public got. I mean, seriously, the cogs start going in your head trying to work this out. Um, I mean, everything I've read, I I don't have access to the batches. I've read from experts, and it seems to be there are massive differences in the batches. When you've got uh, vaccine-related, vaccine harms, and you've got vaccine deaths, it seems to be that different batches have varying degrees of uh, lethalness. I think that's what you said, lethalness. Uh, obviously, they made a special batch. I mean, if you do, you know, if you're making something, make cookies, and you get just one batch of cookies, you can make them all different. You can do this batch, which has extra chocolate in it, this batch that's a gluten-free batch, and this batch with something else with nuts in it. You can do them all differently. So they're obviously doing different batches for their own employees, and that's special. What was only in that batch that wasn't in anything else? Interesting. I'll leave that with you. Let me show you. There were three things just wanted to share, just to leave you, to play you out. Uh, and some may give you a smile, some may not. Uh, first of all is great... Twitter post by five times August. And is this. And I saw because Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone posted. Follow me here. Elon buys Twitter. Everyone celebrates free speech again. Earns trust of the people. Brings on Iacarino, a WF plant, worked for the mainstream media and is now the um, the CEO. Changes name to X. X to become the everything app for chat purchase and entertainment. Iacarino now discussing a social credit score under the guise of brand safety. See, lawful, lawful is another one. Everything app eventually ties to social credit score. Everything app plus social credit score rolls into Neuralink. Neuralink mandated to use for X and everything app. Morons actually do it out of convenience. Voila. Microchipped, controlled population. Yay. Hashtag, it's a trap. So well said. And it ties up a lot of things. This is what we are seeing and this is how it seems to be progressing. That was that. Let's bring up the second one, which is Dr. Robert Malone's Friday Funnies. If you're not getting his Friday Funnies, you need to sign up. Every Friday, as you can guess, at the end of your week, gives you a smile. Gets you frustrated, but you have to use humour with the chaos that we are facing. And Robert Malone does this in a way that I haven't seen anyone else. I mean, he is... Uh, so smart, him and Jill. Fantastic what they put out. <laughs> this is this is the front one. So you've got to bring it up, bring it up bigger. Not make it any better. You got the get Trump, and then you've got indictments whacking Trump, <laughs> and then you've got the Trump poll going ding 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 ding. Every time 
they attack Trump, his popularity increases. <laughs> and Trump's probably, bring it on, keep it up. You're only helping. Uh, what else did I want to share? What I wanted to share. What else was? Oh, okay, last two, last two, last two. This was another great tweet. Share screen, one minute, and then I'm really letting you go. People in the 90s, phew, warm in it. People today, we're all going to die. Yes, those in the black in the middle, that's just death valley. You're dead. Yeah, I mean, don't even try and get through the day. It's over. Interesting how colour is used to stoke paranoia and fear. And everyone buys into it. And this is the last one. This was... Did Matt Hoy put this up? Matt Hoy put this up. <laughs> and this is um, hashtag lesbian nana. If you don't know what it's about, I just, I'll let you look. <clears throat> hashtag lesbian nana. Depressing story, the state of police. And this is lesbian? That's right. Send around 10 officers to back me up. <laughs> I'll let you look into it. I will leave you with that. I will not go deeper. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. As it's a pre-record, just a few hours before, I didn't trust my internet. Have a wonderful Saturday, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Enjoy your Sunday with family, with friends. Relax, switch off. Forget about social media on Sunday. Uh, we will be back with you on Monday with Colonel Retired John Mills, uh, sharing a lot <clears throat> on his new book on the deep state. Uh, he was with me a few weeks ago, actually, and it's taken that long to get through our back catalog of pre-records to put out. So John Mills will be back, will be with us on Monday. And um, yeah, I'll be then back in the UK for a bit. So we have lots of other interviews coming up. Thank you for being part. Thank you for following us on everything, on every social media platform. Thank you for posting, sharing. We appreciate it so much. It is word of mouth, which is the most effective. So thank you so much for doing that or sharing any of the videos from Rumble, from BitChute, from CloudHub, uh, from Brand YouTube, from I no longer remember where else we are everywhere. Have a good evening, whatever you're doing. I will see you back on Monday. Thank you so much and good night. If you like what we do, Sign up to our mailing list, donate, share, and subscribe to our many platforms at heartsofoak.org. Thank you for listening.